story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello everybody and welcome to another story time with Mama G The fabulous, scintillating, stunning or inspiring podcast that you all enjoy so much. Uh, not that I want to put words into your mouth, of course, but I do understand how you feel. You don't need to tell me. Now, I am Mama G, the lady herself, and thank you so much for joining me. And before we go any further, don't forget that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for at Mama G Stories and go crazy, leave reviews, comment on my pictures, like my posts. It all helps my ego and makes me feel better about my life. Now, this podcast is coming out today, which is Friday, which is a date. I think it might be the 26th. It is. It's the 26th of June. And that means that tomorrow, the 27th of June, should have been Pride in London and also Glastonbury. But Pride in London is what I'm going to focus on. And the reason Pride in London was going to be on the 27th of June is because that's the closest Saturday to the 28th of June, which is a very significant day in LGBT history. Now, I will give you a brief moment to see if you can work out what the significance of the 28th of June is. Just give you a few moments. Did you work it out? Did you? Well, don't worry. I can tell you the significance is that 51 years ago, on the 28th of June, was when the Stonewall Riot started at the Stonewall Inn in New York. And it's the Stonewall Riots that started the whole Pride movement. So, my story today is about someone who was at the Stonewall Riots, and they are called Marsha P. Johnson. So, my story this week is called March with Marsha. This story is about Marsha P. Johnson. It's a true story, and it's a story that, until recently, people had forgotten. But it's an important story, so I think it's important that we try and remember it. Not word for word, not by heart like the words in a play. You won't need to recite it back to me, I'm not going to give you a test. But we need to remember that it happened. Marsha P. Johnson was born in 1945 in America, in a town called Elizabeth, in the state of New Jersey. If you've never heard of New Jersey, it's like the American version of Essex. But don't tell them I told you that. And she wasn't called Marsha when she was born. He was called Malcolm. Malcolm Michaels, Jr., Malcolm had two parents and six siblings. He went to a church school and he liked wearing dresses. And nobody paid this any attention until he was five, when he got bullied by some of the other children. 
just for being who he was. Malcolm stopped wearing dresses there and then. He didn't put on a dress again until he moved to New York when he was 17. That means he spent his whole childhood wearing clothes he wasn't comfortable in. When Malcolm got to the Big Apple, that's another name for New York, he only had $15, which even in the 1960s wasn't a lot of money. So he found a job as a waiter in a part of New York called Greenwich Village. Greenwich Village is famous for being an area where people can be who they want to be. And in the village, Malcolm met other gay people, and men who dressed as women, and women who dressed as men. He was finally among people who lived their lives as he wanted to live his life. Malcolm started to wear dresses again, and high-heeled shoes, and bright wigs, and he looked so fabulous that soon he became a very familiar face in Greenwich Village. He also started to go by the name Marsha P. Johnson. And from here, I'll start to call him her. But not everyone was so sure. Marsha was tall and had a square jaw like some of those handsome movie stars. And some people wanted to know if she was a boy or a girl. But Marsha would always tell them, pay it no mind. Because whether she was a boy or a girl or neither... It was certainly none of their business. And that's what the P in her name stands for. Pay it no mind. And the Marsha is because she liked the name Marsha. And the Johnson is because she liked eating at a restaurant called Howard Johnson's, which was on 42nd Street. Marsha was well known in Greenwich Village, not just because of what she wore, but for performing too, as a drag queen. And somewhere that Marsha used to perform was... The Stonewall Inn. The Stonewall Inn was a place where gay people could go to dance, have fun, and feel safe. The Stonewall Inn had existed for a long time, but a lot of people wished that it didn't, and the police would try and shut it down again and again and again. They would do this by suddenly turning up and arresting the people that were there. But the police had to make up reasons to arrest people, because you can't just arrest people for having a good time with their friends. Well, when I say you can't, I mean, you shouldn't. On June the 28th, 1969, the police turned up at the Stonewall Inn. They'd been there many times that year already, and people were starting to get frustrated and angry. This was the start of the Stonewall Riots. The Stonewall Riots went on for five days and started the gay rights movement. The Stonewall Riots are the reason that today, a lot of gay people can live their lives freely. Marsha hadn't been there when the riots started, but she soon heard about them and went to join in the fight with her friends Sylvia Rivera and Storme de la Verie. The riots were very busy and frantic, and people remember them in lots of different ways, so it's hard to be sure of what Marsha did during those five days. What is important is what she did after. She used her fame and popularity in Greenwich Village to inspire other people to continue fighting for their rights. She led one of the first ever pride parades, which was started to remember Stonewall. She staged protests where people sat silently rather than marching loudly. 
and she would sit there with her friends until they knew their point had been understood. And she created an organisation that provided housing for young people who liked to wear dresses or trousers when society told them that they shouldn't. Marsha is famous for saying, I got my civil rights, and as a black person, she had been fighting for those her entire life. When a newspaper reporter asked why she was leading a pride parade, Marsha said, Darling, I want my gay rights now. Her entire life, Marsha fought for her rights, and helped people understand that they should fight for theirs too. To march with Marsha was to march for your right to be who you are. And even though she died in 1992, I think we're all still marching with Marsha. And we'll keep marching until everyone is treated equally. Marsha wouldn't have stopped, and neither should we. Let's not forget that again. I hope you enjoyed that story all about Marsha P. Johnson and I hope it might have inspired you to go and find out more about her. She was a very, very, very interesting person and she's obviously had a very great influence on the gay community around the world and that's incredible. And I realised as I was reading it that if you do the maths, she was born in 1945, so at the time of the Stonewall Riots in 1969, she was only 24 and that means she started doing incredible things when she was very young. And that just goes to show that you are never too young to change the world. And I hope you do take that to heart and change the world in your way, because I know that you are capable of it. Now, if you'd like to find out more about the Stonewall riots themselves, well, there are lots of good books you can read. And I'm going to recommend one as my book of the week. But you can also go back in the archives to um, episode 8 of this very podcast, which came out on the 21st of November, and I tell a story called The Mousehole Riots. Now, I will also be telling that story on Sunday on my Glitter Beam radio show, so if you're actually listening um, to this before the 28th of June, you can hear me at 1pm British Summer Time, on Glitterbeam Radio, telling the story, The Mousehole Riots, and of course the 28th of June is the anniversary of when the Stonewall Riots happened. So that has all worked out quite nicely. And now it's time for the Book of the Week. So my Book of the Week is called got quite a long title, so sit back and relax. It's called Stonewall, A Building, An Uprising, A Revolution, and it is written by Rob Sanders. Yes, Rob Sanders, and it has illustrations by Jamie Christoph, and the illustrations look absolutely wonderful, and I know books are all about reading, and I always go on and on and on about the illustrations, but I you know I'm so impressed by the quality of illustrations in children's books. They are works of 
art, and I think that is so incredibly admirable. Now, you might recognise the name of Rob Sanders because I think last year, maybe on the Mousehole Riots episode as well, I recommended Rob Sanders' other book, um, which is called Pride, the story of Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag. Now, Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag... They happened after the Stonewall Riots, um, only a few years later. Harvey Milk uh, was a s politician in San Francisco, and sadly he got um, assassinated, is the word, the posh word, and the rainbow flag was developed in response to that. Um, but all of that happened because of what happened at the Stonewall Inn. And this book tells you uh, more about it, and in a very accessible, interesting way. Um, and it looks like a fantastic book, and I would like to get it. And I would also like you to get it. And I would very much like you to tell me what you think about it. Uh, it just looks fantastic. And it's such an important story. Even if uh, I'm not talking to a rainbow family or an LGBT family, if none of you listening identify as LGBT, I think it's always so important to understand struggles that other groups of people have gone through because they inform our own struggles. And to have knowledge and understanding of this from uh, your young, 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 young ages is also very, very important because that will help you understand where a lot of other people in this world are coming from and it will help you understand how people deserve to be treated. And I know that you know that people deserve to be treated with the utmost respect. Um, so... There's my book of the week, Stonewall, A Building, An Uprising, A Revolution, by Rob Sanders and illustrations by Jamie Christoph. You can get it, I imagine, from all good booksellers. And this is Independent Bookshop Week, so why not go and support your local independent bookshop, of which I am sure there is one very, very near you. Well, thank you so much for joining me for another story time with Mamaji. Like I said earlier, don't forget you can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just search for at Mamaji Stories. And uh, you can also see me live and in person, well, not in person, in digital. I don't know what, how you say that really. Online, that's the word. You can see me live and online in the coming weeks uh, on the 4th of July at 11.30 a.m. I will be doing a story time with Mama G for the Great Feast of London, which is a digital culinary, which is to say foodie event, uh, running from the 3rd to the 5th of July. 11.30 a.m. On the 4th of July, you can go to greatfeast.com and you can sign up for free to my session um, by going to Eventbrite. And then you can join me for some of my classic stories and songs and silliness and you can also support a great charity at the same time a plate for london which is providing uh, meals for families in difficulty during this pandemic across london uh, and you can also order lots and lots of incredible and amazing food and i am going to place my brunch order very soon because i have found a brunch that i would like to have whilst i am telling stories i can't remember where it's from but I definitely found it and must order it presently. So yes, you can join me for the Great Feast on the 4th of July and then don't forget 
The 12th of July is the big one. It's my day-long family pride party, and we are going to have a good time, my friends. Um, we've already announced lots of exciting people, but earlier this week, uh, we announced that we were going to have two exclusive radio shows from Glitter Beam Radio. We're going to have some circus performance from Circo Rumbaba. We're going to have a guide to pride uh, with the Victory Sisters. And we're going to have comedy from the award-winning Katie Pritchard. We're going to have yoga with Gaja Yoga. We're going to be doing pride makeup with Makeup by Rachel. And also, we're going to go to a farm in America that is run by a lady called... Mamma G. And no, it's not me. It's somebody else. And she's going to introduce us to all the animal families that live on her farm and tell us a little bit about how they live and what they need to show us that every single family is different and every single family is wonderful, which I know you know already. So that's the 12th of July. And I don't want to brag, but uh, the event has been featured in the Metro newspaper, in which they also said that I was everyone's favourite pantomime dame. Now, I'm not going to get let that go to my head, but they are a <laughs> national newspaper. So uh, I'll take that. In fact, I will definitely start quoting them on it right now. Everyone's favourite pantomime dame, the Metro. Oh, it sounds good, doesn't it? Well, don't forget, I will be back uh, next Friday with more storytelling or maybe an interview. Who knows? And you can catch me at 1pm on Sunday at Glitterbeam Radio. And also, oh, Sunday evening, I'll be doing my Facebook Live. We're going to be making banana splits. I'm dead excited. I'll see you then. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with mom